Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 17 of the Creative Marketing Podcast with me, your host, Angus Boyle. Today on the show, I'm not joined by anybody, just me. Again, probably going to try and not edit this episode because I'm feeling a bit lazy, so excuse any long pauses or weird noises I make. Um, Sometimes I do edit those out. This time I'm not going to be. <laughs> that was on purpose, that one. It's just to illustrate the point. Um, What normally happens in the intro? I normally I introduce the guest, so today I'm the only person on the podcast. My name's Angus. Uh, why am I talking about marketing? Because I've got a master's degree in marketing, uh, which people seem to think is a big deal. <laughs> it was pretty easy. Um, Well, actually it wasn't that easy. I had to work hard, but... I mean, the concepts are not very difficult to grasp. Um, uh, But perhaps the fact that I feel that way is why I'm hosting a podcast about marketing, because some people don't seem to feel that way. So this podcast is here to help you feel as well-equipped to talk about and understand marketing as I do. Um, Fun fact, I've spent way over £100 million of other people's money I think it's probably nearing 150 at this stage um, on running advertising. So there's my resume. There's my intro. Bigging myself up makes me feel awkward. So I'm going to move on. Uh, oh, well, I'm going to move on and big myself up more. Artbyangus.com. Go buy your paintings. I updated the website some... Well, that's not... A, here we go. That's This is a point where I would edit normally. What was that? I edited the website some... I edited the website a bit last night, so check that out. There's some some updates on the website. Um, maybe it's Tuesday evening right now. Maybe, though, I'm going to add some small paintings for cheap prices for anyone who wants to invest in an affordable piece of art. Maybe I won't. Check back next week if it's not there today. Um, it's on the it's on the on the to do list, shall we say? We shall say. We just did. Um, other than that. Make sure to subscribe to the show, to like it, to leave a review. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> Probably should. I've got my own podcast and it's episode 17. Um, yeah, leave a review. Tell your friends. Just if you have listened to a few episodes of the podcast especially, if you know someone who you haven't shared the podcast with, you haven't told them about it, just fucking ping them a little link with the podcast and say, hey, check this out. Great podcast about marketing. Um, for for people in the creative world, I don't know. Um, well, I'm already rambling, so it bodes well for how the episode's gonna go. Uh, without further ado, I'm just gonna play the intro. I've got. I want to get my guitar off my lap. It's been here for the whole time for this intro. Uh, you ready? Oh yeah, I think it's in tune this time as well. So here we go. Welcome to the Creative Marketing Podcast. So, marketing, eh? I've got two main things that I want to talk about in this week's podcast. The first of those things is Clubhouse. It's a new app. It's a new, the newest hotness in the world of social media apps. Uh, And so I'm just going to give a little little intro as to what Clubhouse is, why you should care about it. I mean, first of all, if you have Clubhouse, good for you. It's invite only at the moment, so... Um, if you're listening and you don't have an invite and you want one, send me a message at Angus Boyle on Instagram, slide into those DMs um, and hit me up 
And maybe, maybe I'll give you an invite. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll say no. <laughs> uh, there's only one way to find out. So, Clubhouse. I have been thoroughly enjoying this app. It's for a few reasons. First of all, I mean, it's crazy the level of access you can get to highly relevant, interesting people um, across whatever, you know, industry or or world your interests lie in. There seems to be rooms for everything. I mean, I've been focusing mostly on rooms to do with art and yeah, I've been in, in rooms with some, some super interesting, crazy interesting people and been really enjoying it, been hearing some some I don't know interesting opinions interesting pieces of advice and the fact that you can then join these people on stage quote unquote as they say in the world of clubhouse um and you can you know ask them questions and get clarity you know you can follow up with another question if you don't understand what their answer to you is all of this stuff makes it um god yeah it's it's the most interesting thing I've seen in the world of social media in quite some time since the story it originated on Snapchat, I would say. It's my favourite thing that I've seen. Um, also, at Angus Boyle on Clubhouse. I talked about this on the podcast with Zane, if you listen to that one, about the fact that every time I try to get at Angus as uh, as my handle, because I feel like I'm a unique little snowflake, and I sh- like very rarely meet people called Angus. But every time, and Clubhouse, there's only a few million people in the world down out of Clubhouse, I thought, you know what, this could be my chance. This could be it. This could be the day when I finally get at Angus as my handle. But I didn't. So don't search for that. If you're looking for me on Clubhouse, search for at Angus Boyle. Same as everywhere else. We've been through this. Angus with an E, not Angus. Not a Scottish form of beef. Uh, So add me on Clubhouse. I have been moderating some rooms with some, some interesting artists. Um... And we've been having some awesome, interesting conversations. And the reason I'm sort of talking about Clubhouse is for anybody interested in marketing themselves and building a personal brand, this is the first time I've ever felt like I'm getting in on the ground floor of an app. Like these are I'm not these are not braggadocious numbers because they're <laughs> they're not big. But like in the space of I don't know. 10 or 12 days or something I've gone from zero followers to 100 followers um, and like in the space of about five days went from 40 to 100 sort of so the potential to grow quickly and to reach people there seems to me to be stupendous and I know a few people like a few people who've spent much more time on the app in in recent weeks than I have and have gone from zero to like five six hundred people um, and so if you're interested in building a personal brand in marketing yourself this is a great place to be spending your time. Honestly, I don't think it's going to last, quite frankly, if I'm being totally honest. I think, you know, same way Facebook slash Instagram ripped off Snapchat with the stories feature, I think Facebook slash Instagram both are probably going to come out with this feature. LinkedIn are probably going to come out with this feature. Twitter already, I think, <laughs> have come out with a similar feature. So, like, the, the potential that building the audience on Clubhouse... It's not, it's not, it may not last is what I'm trying to say, but I don't think that's a futile effort. I don't think that's wasted time because I think if you're going in Clubhouse now and learning out how it works, how to run a good room, what are the things that I like there? What are the things that don't like? 
what are the things that get me more followers there what are the things that don't work for getting followers etc etc if you learn that playbook in clubhouse and then instagram say copies that feature and they have their own rooms set up or whatever doesn't the time that you spent on clubhouse doesn't mean you wasted your time building an audience there and learning those skills there it means you've got now a transferable skill set that you can move across to wherever the platform goes so long term maybe clubhouse won't last maybe it will maybe they're gonna kind of innovate and you know snapchat are are seeing a, a big resurgence i can't say i use snapchat very much but I know that they're like their numbers are going up again, so they're starting to recover from the theft of their main feature by Facebook, and so maybe that'll happen. Maybe Clubhouse will stick around. Either way, building an audience there now is a smart thing to do because there's a lot of attention there. People like Mr. Beast has gone on there, Elon Musk has gone on there, so it's getting a lot of exposure, but it's still very much in its infancy. Uh, if you've got an Android phone, you're shit out of luck. It's only on iOS at the moment, but in coming months it will be out on Android too. Um, I guess for anyone who's wondering what is Clubhouse to take a step back it's an audio only app where you can effectively search for rooms and clubs both of which function pretty much the same where people can sort of speak have a conversation like it's almost like the world's biggest conference where you can walk down the corridor and you can look in one room and it's about art and look in another room and it's about fishing and look in another room and it's about instagram growth strategy and look in another room and it's about i don't know cookery i haven't dug too deep but like there's all there's a massively wide array of different subject matter that you can you can engage with there and you can then go into those rooms and listen to the speakers having a conversation about whatever the subject is and then you can raise your hand and you can get invited on stage quote unquote by one of the moderators of the room and then you can speak and you can ask these people questions you can interact with them directly like i said if they answer your question you're not sure you can ask a follow-up question you can have a conversation with these people um and so because of that it's like yeah it's it's the most real thing i've seen on social media well (laughs) i mean there's definitely a bunch of people chatting a bunch of waffle on there let's be honest okay same as the real world um a lot of people flexing about sort of success that may or may not exist and all that jazz but dig through that and like you know it's it i think it's relatively obvious when that's what's going on but there is like i said elon musk on there logan paul mr beast and a bunch of other people mr beast manager all these people were in a room recently talking about youtube and how to grow on youtube like stuff like that that's a level of access like what the hell that's insane just think about that all these ridiculously powerful people having conversations that everyone can just jump in and eavesdrop in and potentially even raise their hand and and interact with those people directly so like the level of access to people and the level of intimate access where it's not just like a pre-recorded youtube video or whatever it's like these are long-form conversations it's almost like a live podcast um and so yeah there's just a lot of interesting things to be learned there, a lot of access to interesting people and a lot of, and like I said, I think a lot of brand building potential because I think there's um, there's so much growth opportunity there because there's so few people on the app relatively, but there's a lot of people every day downloading it and joining it. So very much one to watch, one to jump on now, I would say, and get involved in you know join a few rooms raise your hands ask a question here and there and see what it's about um and you won't regret it 
Uh, if you do get on there, obviously give me a follow. I'll follow you back, or I won't. <laughs> Depends who you are. Um, but yeah, Clubhouse, very exciting. I'm bullish about it. I think it's going to be the next big thing in social media. Like I said, not necessarily the app, but this format of of conversations. I think there's going to be a, a way where you can record things somewhere down the line. They're working on that feature, so watch this space. You may see in the future some episodes of the Creative Marketing Podcast be broadcast via Clubhouse. So could be the inside track there. That's about all I have to say about Clubhouse. Uh, maybe I'll maybe some other random things will pop in my mind throughout the course of this podcast. Um, but we'll leave it there for now, and I'll move on to the second subject that I have to discuss with you. It was just me having a sip of water, cool, refreshing water from the tap. Um, while we're on that subject, this is just a, this isn't the second subject that I want to talk about, but it's a we'll call it the uh, I don't know. <laughs> thought something was going to come to my head there to call it we won't call it anything we'll just talk about it this is the intermediate um part of the podcast where it's in between the two subjects that we're talking about to do with marketing this has nothing to do with marketing but what i just said there just having a sip of clean tap water that i just walk into my kitchen and just pour from the tap think about how fucking good that is we're so lucky people complain about stupid shit what is wrong with you? People who are healthy, have a job that they're getting paid to do, have food in their fridge, like too much food, they throw out food. I think I went on this rant the other week in my other solo podcast or one of them. But fucking seriously, God, we're so lucky just to have clean drinking water. People are dying literally right now because they don't have clean drinking water and people are complaining about the fact that they couldn't buy the next blue t-shirt that they wanted. Those people are dickheads. Um, so if you complain, get a fucking grip and put things in perspective, yeah? Think of all the people who've had horrible shit happen to them because of COVID and if you're just complaining that you can't go out to a restaurant... You're a fucking baby. I mean, I've complained about that a few times. But when I do, I would appreciate someone giving me a little slap in the face and telling me I'm being a baby because it's stupid. We're so lucky. Could have been a pandemic 200 years ago and we wouldn't have had heating in our houses or clean water or any of the internet stuff where we can fucking have hours-long video calls with people. Oh, fucking people complaining I spend too much time on video calls. Well, imagine you didn't have any fucking video calls or telephones and all you could do was write letters. It'd be worse. Oh, God, I love having clean tap water to drink. And people sometimes ask me if I'm on drugs because I get enthusiastic about such a little thing and say how lucky we are and how great it is. No, I wish I was on drugs. I haven't done any drugs this year. Maybe I did mushrooms once. <laughs> but other than that, I haven't done any drugs this year. Um, God, mushrooms are great. Um, oh, anyway, that was a big old rant that had nothing to do with creative marketing. But it's true. So, you know, the truth always prevails, even if it's not to do with marketing. <laughs> Raining it back in to the subject of marketing. Let's get on to subject number two that I want to talk about. That subject is the marketing funnel. And so 
thinking of the the target audience of this podcast being people who are you know early in their journey learning how to market themselves i mean quite honestly like myself um this is mostly a podcast that's an excuse uh for me to get in touch with very clever people who've already succeeded and to pick their brains and get their advice selfishly for myself and i mean that's the ultimate way I think that I can be of value and of service to the people listening is by asking the selfish questions because I think I'm I'm asking the questions on behalf of other people who are in similar situations to me. Um, but on the on the occasions where I haven't got a guest, well then, like I bragged about in the uh, in the intro, I do have a master's in marketing, MSc in marketing. Yeah, I got a certificate and everything. I wore a suit to my graduation. I actually wore a suit every day to fucking college and they made me get a haircut because they're fucking dickheads. Absolutely sexist dickheads. They didn't make any of the fucking female people in the course cut their hair, but they made the men cut their hair because they're fucking sexists. Um, I still haven't gotten over that. Fucking morons. What a fucking stupid policy. Oh, you can't be professional if you've got fucking sh- long hair wankers uh so then i fucking proceeded to get quite successful in the next few years of my career and grew my hair very long and grew a big old dirty beard just to prove them wrong wankers anyway (laughs) so on the days when i don't have guests then i need to employ some of that deep marketing knowledge that i've learned from doing that masters and from a subsequent seven years or whatever it is working in a career in marketing and off the back of Clubhouse, to go full circle here, I ended up on a podcast with someone, Art by Andrea, on Instagram. She's a legend uh, and makes some beautiful art. And she she and she and has like, I don't know, 75,000, 80,000 followers on Instagram. And she invited me to come onto her Instagram Live slash podcast show. It's recorded via Instagram Live and then cut down into also a podcast I think it's called the Artist Academy podcast, maybe. She's got a thing called the Artist Academy. So if you're looking to learn more about art, dig into that. Um, But anyway, we were talking about art and about marketing, etc. And I was talking about this subject, which I'm about to talk about here. And I thought, this is... I wrote a little note to myself that this should be the subject of the next podcast that I do on my own. And here we are. It's the next podcast I'm doing on my own. And I'm going to talk about this subject. The subject is the marketing funnel. So the concept, if you all now take a moment to imagine a funnel, it's like a traffic cone, but it's upside down. It's wider at the top and it's skinnier at the bottom. And this is like a core principle of marketing. To make it like simplistic, there's different versions and it can be split out into more sections than this. But to to go to the relatively simplest version, The top of the funnel is the widest part. Then there's the middle of the funnel and then there's the bottom of the funnel. The top of the funnel is about creating awareness. And the reason it's the widest is because this is the stage of the funnel where you're reaching the most people. Like by necessity, all marketing is going to reach more people than just the people who become your customers because the perfect ad doesn't exist. And there's not an ad that like every single person who sees it ever buys that product um and so the 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 funnel starts at the widest point then the people who 
who start at the top of the funnel, some of those people will move down. So the top of the funnel is about awareness. And that's one portion of any general marketing campaigns will be top of funnel awareness driving marketing. And that's reaching the most people, spreading the word, making people aware of your brand. You know? Um, and the other point is that like people don't generally start at the bottom of the funnel. Everybody starts at the top of the funnel. Then some people who are made aware... Maybe you'll serve all of those people another ad. And some of those people who see that second ad or that third ad or that fourth organic Instagram post, whatever it is, some of the people who've initially been made aware, they'll then start to move into the middle of the funnel. The middle of the funnel is known as the consideration stage of the funnel. This is where people are aware of your product and they're considering purchasing it. But they're not there yet. They're not actually at the point of buying. Then from there, people will move from consideration into purchase, which is the bottom of the funnel. So generally, like in terms of how we would set up paid advertising campaigns for for businesses, you would run. This is like a super simplistic example, and it's it's there's a lot more complexities to it than this. But like going super simple, you would maybe say run for awareness. You would run a thirty second video on on Facebook, right? Then through the lovely data that they have available to advertisers, you can run uh, another ad that retargets anyone who watched 10 seconds of your video. So you know you're, you're targeting people who are to a certain point aware. And you might target those people with an ad. Say you're a clothing store and your first ad is like a video ad where it's people, you know, looking good looking and fashionable in their fashionable clothing, walking around the sun, whatever it is. Then you'll target the people who viewed 10 seconds of that video. You'll target those people with uh, something that shows a selection of clothing. So like a carousel ad, perhaps, where there's, you know, five different products and they can scroll through them. And then from there, they can click through to the website. Then people who've clicked through to the website. So now they're aware they've clicked through to the website. Maybe and that's like a signal that they're then considering the brand because they've been compelled enough that they watched a bit of the video. Then when they saw another ad, they clicked through to the website and they were looking on the website, you know, browsing products perhaps. From there, then you'll retarget people who visited your website with an ad that sort of gives them a hard sell. Here's an image of the, the thing that you were looking at here's the maybe here's a discount or whatever something that drives them to complete that final purchase so why am i talking about this in the context again of someone who's early in their journey learning to market themselves i think a huge amount of people do some social media posting or run some paid advertising like more often it's the, it's the former it's like people just start posting on social media and then they say, oh, well, I've done like 20 posts on Instagram and I've driven like 200 people to my website over the last month, but nobody's bought anything. So it's not working. So I'm going to give up. That's not true. Like I said, people don't just buy on the first first touch point with a brand. Hold on. I'm on my laptop here. Let me Google it. Um Oh, God, my laptop's going very slowly. Oh, I've just accidentally opened four tabs. Uh, how many touch points before a sale? Simple answer is more than people think. According to our top performance 
in sales prospecting research, it takes an average of eight touches to get an initial meeting or other conversion with a new prospect. So that's just my first result on Google. I'm not going any further than that. But I've heard it is around that like 8, 10, 12, 6, whatever touch points are required before on average someone is going to make a purchase from a brand or from a person. So the point of my <laughs> my rant about the marketing funnel here is that just because you've done some posting and you've got people to your website doesn't mean you're you're it's failing and it's not working. It just means you've successfully driven some awareness at the top of the funnel. You've got people to go through to your website. So you've driven some consideration, but you haven't driven a conversion yet. These things don't happen overnight. You need multiple, multiple touch points. And while like aid is one example, like I know with my art, I know I've sold art like days, weeks and months after initial posts. Like I know there's people who followed me from, and, like, I know that I'm still ridiculously early in this process, too. So, like, I think I'm, like, amazed that I've had sales almost. But I know that I've had people buy in the last couple of months who had been seeing posts for six months preceding that. Maybe they'd visited the website four or five times, but they never bought anything. And then eventually, over time, they bought. And so that's the point of my rant here is if you have done some amount of posting and you've gotten you know some level of awareness but you haven't seen the bottom funnel quote-unquote results where you haven't seen people actually coming on and purchasing from you well don't give up don't view that as a failure just realize where you are and at what point in that marketing funnel you are and also realize that the hot, the further net you cast at the top of the funnel, the more people you make aware, then the, the, the wider a pool of people you have to drive down to that consideration phase. The more people you have in that consideration phase, the more people you have as potential customers who may down the line purchase. But don't be despondent. Don't be disheartened if your marketing campaigns have not yielded any, you know, bottom funnel monetary purchase results yet. Stay the course. Keep driving that awareness and success will eventually come. Or your products are just awful and nobody wants them. Uh, in which case, you know, you're kind of fucked. But think about it and don't give up. If you So basically, so many people just give up too early because they're not seeing the results they want. But think about it through that paradigm and I think that can be a very useful useful way of thinking about it and i mean it this is like <laughs> this is when you're studying a master's in marketing like i did these are the sort of principles they talk to you about and these are the sort of principles that you know the biggest companies in the world are considering when they're running marketing campaigns and it, they're the same principles that ring true for someone who's just starting uh, versus those those large global brands you need to drive a lot of awareness only a subset of the people who become aware are ever going to consider and so if you've only reached 200 people well like maybe that's just not enough people maybe you need to reach 200,000 people and so you just need to figure out ways incrementally day by day week by week bit by bit how to get seen by more people get more eyeballs on your brand and then when you do how can you you know say maybe it's like getting people then to follow you on instagram and then they're in the sort of consideration set and then you can keep reaching those people with messaging with images with videos etc and continue pushing them to consider purchase more and more and then eventually 
push them down the funnel. Um, I'm going to take another sip of my cold, refreshing, clean, bacteria-free tap water now and just take a moment to enjoy it. And I encourage you to just take this moment of silence or glugging while I'm drinking to think about again how lucky you are. How lucky are you? Take a moment to be grateful for that. Bloody fantastic. I think that's pretty much the end of my rant here. <laughs> um, one thing I would ask anyone who's still listening, first of all, <coughs> God, that water <laughs> really hits hard. Um, anyone who's still listening, I would ask, is there anything... What do you want to hear more from this podcast? Are there any guests you think I should reach out to? Are there any subjects you'd like me to cover? Do you have any questions? I think I might do an episode soon where I bust out some uh, one of those Instagram question boxes and do some questions. Might also... Oh, guys, I fucking... And people. Uh, I... <laughs> I said to Heather Tara as in episode 16 I was going to record a video I did record it and then I was going to release it last weekend and I didn't I wussed out because it wasn't good um, and I know that I'm supposed to practice in public and get over the fact that it's not good but damn I didn't so just saying it here to hold myself accountable one of my goals for the year is to make 48 YouTube videos I'm still on a big fat zero and it's the start of February so time is moving so just a note to self here basically in public so that other people can hear and hold me accountable if I continue to to not produce the goods. Um, though for the first few YouTube videos I do make, I probably won't tell anyone because I'll be embarrassed. So I'll wait till I'm a bit better. Um, but yeah, would love to hear any thoughts on what, what you'd like to hear more of in the podcast. What you like about it, what you don't like about it. Um, any and all feedback, always welcome. And like I said, if you're still listening, God, I love you so much. You're a legend. You probably don't complain. You probably do appreciate the fact that you have clean drinking water. You're probably so good looking and funny and just an all-round legend. My nose is getting blocked. I'm allergic to my cat and I live with him. Um, and we're nearing the end of the show here. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed another edition of Angus chatting some shit with the occasional useful piece of information about marketing maybe maybe you thought it was all useless um but if you're still listening you probably didn't uh and if you did you're probably a bit weird (laughs) so i don't necessarily worry about your opinion like i said at the start would super deeply appreciate if you'd share this podcast with someone spread the word leave a review even if you've given it five stars and you haven't written a review on itunes go do it um yeah follow it on spotify whatever however it works wherever you're listening give it a review give it a follow give it a subscribe any of that jazz and share it with someone who you think will enjoy it uh there's my my roommate just got back good timing um because it's the end of the show let me just get my guitar to record the outro Here we go. This has been the Creative Marketing Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in again next week for another episode of the Creative Marketing Podcast with me, Angus Boyle. I love you. You're the best. Have a great day.